Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two, what's up? Ernest, what's up? Last day of the month. Happy Monday, January 31st, 2022. We are back. We are back. Like we never left. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in right now. Welcome, Market Mondays. The biggest. The biggest show on investment on the planet. That's a fact. Shout out to everybody that was part of the record-breaking week last week. Let's do it again. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's let the team in. Let's let the bros in. Let's let all our sisters in. Hopefully everybody had a glorious day. A lot of green on the board. A lot of green on the board today. Yes. Now that shop, it makes more sense. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to it. A lot going on, a lot to talk about. Glorious day, as always. Monday. Start of the week. Love is love. What's going on? But the week never stops. Fact. Been working. A day. A day. Monday through Sunday. Shout out to everybody that weathered that storm this weekend. Shout out to all my people in Rhode Island that got 
battered with 24 inches of snow. <laughs> shout out to London on a check-in. Shout out to the UK. That's a big one. Yeah. Yes. Chicago, yes. what's up? <sighs> Hopefully everybody made some money this this today for sure, right? Well, since Market Mondays last week. Last week for sure. Definitely. Hopefully we'll talk about that later on. What up? Oh, what's up, brother? Hey. What's going on, brother? How y'all feeling? It's good, man. They got you. They got you in the. Uh, they got you in Web three right now, huh? Like an avatar, you know, little metaverse. Yeah, you in the metaverse? You know? yeah. yeah, army jacket lining. Reporting live from the metaverse. Hey, man, we got to step it up a little bit. We got a big announcement. I can't wait till we get to that. Yes, 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 yes. How oh, baby, feeling? how you good, feeling? man? How you feeling? Good, man. Peaceful, meditated. No pineapple juice. Not today. <laughs> but I'm good. But I'm good, man. How y'all doing with that snow? Uh, it was, I mean, Saturday was bad. We got hit. We got hit bad on Saturday, but um, you know, it cleared up pretty, pretty good on Sunday. And now it's just, you know, it's just more of annoying. Now you get out your car, you gotta, you know, hike through like two feet of snow on the sidewalk. But it's cool. There ain't no fresh. You can't get fresh. It's tough. You gotta put on that purple tape and some templates and get to it. It's oh, tough. You know, Wear Tim's in the snow? No, nah, 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 we don't wear Tim's in the snow. No, nah, you can't ruin the Tim's. Hey. Like old pair of Tim's, I don't leather, care about. Leather. It gotta be leather. Yeah. I wear the I wear the butters old, old, like something I don't care about. Like with, though, a, with a tongue, tongue joints you have from '99 or something. The, the tongue, <laughs> the tongue is it look like it's thirsty for water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> shout out to everybody in the northeast going through that northeastern that we went yeah. through. That was crazy. This is all good. This is all good text weather, yo. Absolutely, all good text weather. Absolutely. So, all right, um, welcome. To Market Mondays, everybody. Welcome back to Market Mondays. Uh, we got a, a action-packed show for you guys, as always. I'll quickly just go over some some announcements. EYL, big week for us. Shout out to Julian Gordon. We haven't talked about real estate in a very long time. My brother MG the mortgage guy and Kiana Watson, they have a real estate podcast called Rants and Gentlemen. Make sure you check it out. So please tune in. We haven't really covered real estate in a, in a while, but I felt like it would be perfect timing to, to revisit the real estate conversation. So Julian Gordon, he was at InvestFest. He's a very interesting guy. I went to um, Stanford. He got his MBA from Stanford, which is one of the most- Smart, smart. Yeah, one mm -hmm. of the most prestigious yeah. schools of all time. His his classmate was actually the Tavio. Yeah, the, shout out to Revolt. Who's the head of Revolt. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, But yeah, so long story short, he's an extremely smart guy. And his thing is multifamily home investing. He's like, you know, the champion of multifamily real estate. So we did a whole episode about multifamily real estate investing, like how to buy a multifamily home, why you should buy a multifamily home, different programs like NACA, two or three K loans, um, go through the in and out gentrification. Okay. We talked a lot about gentrification, how you can spot early signs of gentrification. Why it's not a bad thing necessarily. Yeah. yeah had a whole conversation about yeah, gentrification. Yeah, yeah. That's a hot take. Yeah, 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 that's a good yeah, segment. Yeah, Mike yeah, clipped yeah. it up ASAP. Yeah, 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 so you know, Julian, he's very controversial. Uh, he always <laughs> says something like he said he told people that they was homeless if you if you don't if you rent. Hey, he he took the breath out the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember just backstage listening to that. Like, wait, did he just say that? <laughs> yeah, Julian. And then but, watching it back made it even crazy. I'm like, yo, he but, really went. But he stands on he stands he on what he on, says, yeah. and he's very very intelligent. So yeah. tomorrow, eight o'clock. Make sure you check that episode out. Big 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 episode. And then this Wednesday for EYL University is a big class. Shout out to AK Anundrum. She's gonna be teaching about virtual reality, doing business virtual reality, yeah. the future of of e commerce. And then I'm teaching a financial planning class, I think, this this Saturday. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, I got to talk to Janet, but <laughs> might. Don't be surprised. Breaking news alert. Don't be surprised if you see me. Oh, um, and then also, before I hand the, the torch off to, 
to Troy. Um, don't forget also that this will be a very, very special episode because tomorrow, shout out to the good folks at Apple, Apple Podcasts. Um, they've been extremely um, helpful and beneficial. Shout out to my, my brother Patrick over there. And shout out to the whole team at Apple. They're big fans of what we have going on. So they, they decided that tomorrow they're going to highlight Market Mondays on the homepage. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to happen, but on the homepage of Apple Podcasts, podcast page mm-hmm. uh market mondays will be featured so share the screenshots when i when i actually see like how it's actually be done of course we'll, yeah we're gonna put out asap yeah. But, uh, but yeah shout out to the good shout out to the good folks at apple uh, we talk about them enough i mean it's the least they can do now <laughs> so Tim Cook, you need to come on as much as i talked about y'all man <laughs> and tony robbins i gave all <laughs> brand fact. equity away to y'all that's a Come fact, on. man. As much we talk about Apple stock, but I'm not. Shout out to them, man. And make sure you subscribe to Market Mondays on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star um, rating. Leave a review. Share your stories. We appreciate it. They said we need the sound machine. <sighs> Funny you say that. Funny Wouldn't you... be a bad time. Wouldn't <laughs> 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 uh, be a bad time. The sound it. machine Let's get is it going. Here. We're gonna have some fun with it today. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of fun. Let me I ain't get, get my drops in in time, but next week I got oh, you. Oh, the drop halfway. How you ain't get your drops in time? Nah, but <laughs> we're gonna have some fun with it tonight. Let's let's get the, let's get what we I got. have to make sure everybody was straight off these drops that happened in the market. <laughs> first <laughs> thing first. Through, we're going through the trademarking process for these drops. Mm-hmm. Uh first things first, man. Earners, red panda family want to let you know about a great choice if you're looking to bank. Or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service, innovative financial solutions, and are relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our community. So get with Ally so that you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter most to you. For everything that we need, we're all better off with an Ally. Shout out to the folks at Ally. Shout out to the folks at United Masters, our, our good friends over there, John, Ryan, Ian, what's going on? Uh, love is love. Now, folks, you know how this works, man. Do your... Dis- own homework, do your own research. Here's a disclaimer. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own analysis before making any investment decision based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you hear on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise, this is a message brought to you by the good folks at Earn Your Leisure and the good brother Ian Dunlap, the master investor himself. Yes. There goes the and if I made you money, please put yes in chat. <laughs> Y'all better go crazy when Apple put this up tomorrow. <laughs> Big fat. For the culture, didn't change. Didn't stop the rap narrative like, yo, crown a day for us. Red Panda and Ernest, I'm proud of y'all. That's it. Ian, yeah, yeah. the ball's in your court. Any announcements that you want to make? I appreciate it. Stock Club call will be tonight, 9 p.m. Central. Uh, Trading After Dark will return tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central. And uh, if you're in L.A. tomorrow, if you're in Red Panda, I'm going to send you a little invitation to come hang out, come vibe for a little bit. Um, I want to thank you for letting me use your studio. You want to promote your studio or you want to be quiet? <laughs> oh, friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the of the movement. What's going on? Come on. Tell everybody, hey, real quick. Promote the business. Hey. Got a special guest. Hi guys. Hey. Hey. I can't hear anything though, because you got the earbuds. Oh, <laughs> okay. 
hi, when you guys come back to LA, I want you to come to my studio, iGasm Studios. That's a fact. I can't Ladies. hear you, so he's gonna have to, what, what are they saying? No, that's a fact. Okay, all right. I can't wait to see you guys again. Yeah, yeah we'll, okay, we'll, get, we'll be out there shortly. We'll be out there shortly. Shortly. Good friend of the program. Oh, man, the shout, one and only Melissa Ford. Shout out to the legendary Melissa Ford. You never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Entertainment um, values high. I don't know. You're not going to get this on CNBC. Kate, Mary, I love you dearly. I'm just saying. <laughs> so don't block us from coming on. Shout out Josh and Bono and Pete and Jerry and love you guys. But yeah. entertainment value is high for yeah. the culture. What are we doing, <laughs> man? She changed her hair last time we saw her. She didn't have to. She, 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 she changed her hair up. Yeah, it was, a, it, it was. I know it was a Jamaica trip. I know it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this. Um, so let's start, let's start off with uh, some correlation between sports and stock investing. Shout out to uh, Patrick Mahomes. Big, big. Uh, Giving him a shout out? Well, because we're going to talk about him. Right. So, you know, I, I don't want That's him. still a monster. Yeah, nah, he's, he's a little, monster. I'll, let's not do that. Yeah. He's a monster. He's a monster. Yeah. Just want to let Brett Favre, that's all. So, but um, it was a couple things that we can kind of take away from that game yesterday. So, what are two lessons that we can take away from last night's game to apply it to investing? Man, the first one, um, go for the safe play and not the sensational one. Um, sometimes when you have incredible talent, and we've seen it with Kathy Peter Lynch in the past, um, sometimes you try and force the play that will look really good opposed to the one that's safe. So, I, like a lot of times, you guys are like, hey man, I'm tired of you telling me about Apple and Microsoft. And I'm like, I feel you, but if you want to be rich, those are the empires you need to put your money into. It is sexier to put it into Lucid or Rivian and hopefully you'll get 300% in a quarter off of it. But when it falls down, it's not good. Um, and I go back to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's average completion is 7.4 yards per pass. It's a lot of people. Man, right now, Joe Burrow looks like he can dog walk Tom Brady, right? But it's about consistency. And then number two, in those big moments, it felt like because he was trying to make up for last year and wanted to get out of time shadow, he tried to do too much. Mm. So in investing, it's like, okay, great. Instead of having four, you're like, let me have 20 stocks. Or let me have 20 and do options and crypto and binary. And I'm going to do a shit coin. And I'm going to flip real estate. It's like, you can't do everything at one time. You have to focus on one thing at a time. So Pat's one of the greatest quarterbacks i think to ever touch the field but simplicity wins championships and defense matters more than anything yeah I, I'll, I'll add to that i'll um safety first man i um, i mean you, you nailed it right like sometimes the obvious is right in front of you the simple thing is right in front of you the four or five yard rush like the simple investment is in front of you and you want to hit the home run because it looks better right that the first touchdown to tyreek is a highlight but everything doesn't have to be a highlight the win is the ultimate highlight i would also add to that making adjustments and so if you look in the first half, right, you're, you're up 21-3, you're dominating. The defense is adjusted, right? Like the market will adjust, like it corrects. What adjustments will you make now, right? And when you don't make an adjustment, you'll see what happens. You'll look sloppy. You'll take more risks, right? You'll, you'll try to make a highlight. When if you just made your adjustments going into the half, all right, we're up, but we could do better. Still playing safety first. Let's make some adjustments because we know that the market's going to make adjustments or that the defense or the other team's going to make adjustments. And now we can even spread our wins or increase them. Um, but that didn't happen yesterday. And a lot of y'all last week, prime example, right? The market adjusted. 
Did you make your entry points, right? Were you ready to, to, to go back into the game? Um, and a lot of you weren't. Um, hopefully everybody who was watching uh, last week did and made some mm -hmm. problems over the past couple of days. But that's, that would be my two things, safety and making adjustments. Yeah, for sure. He definitely uh, he made some interesting plays towards the end of the game. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they said he went Johnny Manziel on. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you just got to take the safe check down, five five yard check down, and, and mm -hmm. you can't you know, try to scramble and lose twenty eight yards in two plays. Yeah, and then just throw it up. Yeah, yeah. We saw we saw it twice though. Not even just well, Mahomes. We saw it with Garoppolo in the fourth quarter, right? Yeah. Everything was smooth. They were up seventeen seven, and then all right, now here comes the pressure. Now what? Now you're down. Now you have to bring him back. Now you just, you know, he couldn't complete a pass. And then he just threw something in the air on the last ditch effort. And it was like adjustments weren't made on his point in the and end. And you can see his spirit was broken. Like when you're trying to go for those home runs all the time, like the thing about Brady and then when you see him start to beat his chest, he knows between four and nine yards, he has a completion coming. Now they still need an AB. And I can argue that AB made a lot of room for Gronk to kill in Tampa Bay, right? But when you're going for shorter wins, it takes the pressure off of you. Traders, please put yes in chat. You ever tried to go for a big-ass win, 10000 25000 And psychologically, you would have been a lot better off going for a $3,000 win and getting three of those and then going for a bigger target. That's why I always tell everybody in Red Panda, like, go for a short target first if you need to build your confidence up. Like, it's okay to get a layup first. Then, if you want to shoot a 28-footer, go for it. But you need to build that confidence. And same thing with Apple. Apple, Brady... Great protection. Like, what's the most that Apple has drawn down in the last 18 months? Apple has the smallest drawdown of any major technology company. For those who don't know what drawdown is, is how much it drops from top to bottom. Um, and to be worth, like, Apple right now is worth three of Visa. Mm -hmm. So when you guys are like, hey, what else? I'm like, they're about to try and come kill Square. And later tonight, we'll talk about if I was, think Square still knew to JP Morgan, right? But they're worth three of Visa right now. No, they're not going to buy Peloton. Why would they? Peloton's trash. I'm sorry. But defense matters. And trading, this matters even more. Everybody can trade, right? Snipers. I want y'all to put snipers in chat. Everybody can get a win. What's the thing that cripples you when you lose 3,000, 8,000, 15,000? Shout out to you that I saw in Atlanta this weekend. It's not the wins that, that will do it. It's losing 20%, 50% of your account, and now you feel like you can't get back mm -hmm. to break even. Because when you lose 50, it's not 50% good to get back to break even. You really need like a 1,000% gain to psychologically be back and also have your account be back where it was. So defense means everything, even mm -hmm. though a lot of you may not want to hear it. You know, and I'm, you said that, but now I'm thinking about just, just getting short-term gains and letting that accumulate and, let, and letting that build, right? It's kind of like Odell yesterday. Like he's like the unsung hero of the game. Shout out to him. Yep. Six yard gain, seven yard gain, breaks it for a thirty yard gain. At the end of the game, he has nine catches for one hundred and thirteen yards. Mm -hmm. You can do that, right? Like, but most people want to have the three touchdown day or the two hundred yard game. Ah, get the six yard gain, move the chains. <laughs> Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
And let's be honest. When Randy was there with Brady and they were going undefeated, he was torching him. You covered two, couldn't touch Randy, right? But in the crunch, what happened? Too much pressure. Sometimes, like, I'm glad that we had those Zoom glitches with Bono in early year one, right? Because now it's like we know how to adjust. We know how to recover. You don't want to have your losses when everything is on the line. So for those of you that have been through losses, it's better that you go to them now with a $10,000 account opposed to losing $1.5 million to Like, I've talked to somebody this weekend. They lost $4 million last year mm. on the option side. I'm like, man, if I would have just listened to you, I'm like, easy, mil and a half, 1.3. I get it. So this is why I would say stick to strategy no matter what happens. Run your game plan. Protect the ball. Protect your account. You'll be good. You'll be good. Speaking of options, um, let's let's take a quick detour. Troy, I want to talk about um, something that we did the other day on Friday. Was this on the run of show? No, I'm joking. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Audible. 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 (laughs) Audible. Uh, Now, Troy, we did something that I don't I don't usually do. I went against my usual pattern, uh, but every now and then I, I deviate. And there was an interesting thing that you had brought to my attention of Robin Hood. Yeah. Shout out to Robin Hood. Good shout folks to, shout Robin to Robin Hood. Um, and you, you know, we looked at the stock and the stock was down, I believe 85% from his high. And you had all this uh, details on, you know, Robin Hood and why you, you know, thought that it would be a good play and different things of that nature. So, we put an option call on Robinhood. Yes, we did. Twenty dollar option call. Um, Where's the entry? Made it. Uh, what was it? Uh, so at the time, the was stock like, was like at ten something, 10, 10 and our, our bid was like we got like three fifty. Oh, you good? So, so yeah, it was up twenty five percent today. Today, mm. so quick, yeah. quick twenty five percent profit. Like I said, I usually don't do individual stocks, but. So imagine, imagine I, the conversation I had to have with him for him to do it. I did. I, I do believe. I, I, Why would I do it now? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I talked to him for an hour, right? I it know because I didn't get a text about it. I it know you argue for hours. It was a 15-minute call. Uh, and I, the, what, what happened was, you know, like when you watch some of these, these uh, investment shows, they always talk about unusual activity at a, at a certain strike price. And so obviously we saw Robinhood just take a hit, right? They missed on their earnings. They, they missed almost on everything, their guidance, everything. They dropped down to $9.44. And now we, you know, we found out that uh, Kathy Wood bought $31 million worth of shares, but we didn't know that then. And so I was just looking at the, the actual stock. I'm like, all right, well, let's see how many people are making puts on it. And when I looked at the puts, I actually saw the calls had an unusual number of volume at the 20 call. Um, and that wasn't just for like 2024, it was like short-term and long-term. It, I'm just like, man, this is unusual. And so I started digging deeper. I wanted to look inside of the history of the option, see where it originated at. At one point, it was at twenty eight hundred a contract. So when I see it down at three hundred and fifty dollars a contract, now I'm interested, right? Because I'm looking at the floor. I'm like, all right, well, has Robinhood hit its floor? And so then I had to show them why I think it's it, if it hasn't hit its floor, it's damn near near it. The upside, right? If it even if it moves five to six percent in a in a year, we can get to Twenty eighteen dollars, twenty dollars by twenty twenty four, right? They still have over forty million users. They still have crypto as an asset that they can use when they obviously they're dropping their crypto wallet. So there was all these things that were pointing toward it, and I'm like, all right, we don't have to 
load the boat on it. But let's just let's buy a few contracts here. And obviously, um, it, it worked out in our, in our advantage uh, for the first couple of days. We'll, we'll see what, how it does uh, over the next couple of months. What's, uh, what's, your, what's your percentage exit price that you guys are going for? Selfishly, um, I like anything over 50 to 100 um, percent on this one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's what that's my range. If it goes over that, I'm happy. Um, but 50 to 100. Yeah, I think 100 percent is definitely doable. Monitor the situation at 50 percent. See. See how more comfortable and I feel comfortable about Robinhood, though, because I actually got a chance to actually visit the facility uh, in Silicon Valley and um, speak with leadership. <laughs> you know how they got subtle shade like your subtle flexes <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> another one leadership. Okay. another one God boy done oh man so Mike clip that up that was fly. No, that was fly. That was no, fly. That was fly. That was, that was tough. You in a good mood today. You have to run around, go out through the city. I feel fly. you. Yo, that was yeah. fly. Uh, so, but yeah, but we'll see. But um, but yeah, no, that, I just go, Troy, like I said, every now and then, you know, we just do something, you know, it, it, I didn't put too much in, but um, Troy, he's always doing research and he's always looking at like volume plays, the volume that's coming into the option calls and all that. He does that stuff all day. So, yeah. Just wanted to let them know that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to um, everybody that was on. Uh, I had held a little something for our people who attended the Apollo. Not a little something. You had an exceptional. <laughs> an exceptional performance at the Apollo. And, uh, our people who attended the Saturday uh, gathering. I should call it that because it was more than just a sit down. It, it was a learning session, but it was a gathering. It was a nice social environment. Uh, we, had, we held something for them this Saturday. And so if they were there, uh, we talked about it. Hopefully you got into the positions early this morning because um, it was still at that that three fifty range. I know it got up to like four four eighty five. Um, so that that was a nice play. That was a nice one. Yeah, we need to we need to Don Demarco. Um, Don Demarco. Don DeMarco. Don Flex DeMarco. bomb. Um, Sh Shadi, you should get out at nineteen fifty eight. Like that's because I know you're conservative. So if let's start take profit at nineteen fifty eight. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the price the price target on it is 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 twenty is actually nineteen fifty five. That's interesting. You said that. So most my name is my name. <laughs> most analysts um and that's one of the things i was i was uh, showing people how to research too is let's see what the analysts are saying so there's over 200 analysts you study that you get an average so the average was about 1955 for december of this year so that's interesting if you guys are not in it already please don't chase it i don't want you to die i don't want you to know you didn't shoot your shot when you were supposed to <laughs> it's gone family yeah. but we gotta find, else, new, find a new gym find a, <laughs> find a new one um all right let's talk about this um okay what are three big lessons learned from last week's uh drop uh number one everyone is focusing on the short term and i think media does that to trick you out of your spot like we had three to four weeks of a pullback that's nothing. Some of y'all have been in bad relationships five years and you're like, man, the market's crashing. I'm like, no, the relationship crashing. Why don't you get out of that? Moment of silence. Okay, I'll keep going. Number two. <laughs> um, Hold on, Ian, I got you. Congratulations. You played yourself. Number Congratulations. Two. <laughs> now I'm going to stay. I have water. I'm peaceful today, right? I meditated. Got a little coconut oil on. Um, you have to focus on the highest quality assets. So for those who bought in at great prices on crypto, stocks you were fine but it wasn't that hard of a drawdown if you're seeing something fall back 50 percent 55 percent 60 percent from a year ago it wasn't a good asset to begin with and then number three i'm realizing almost everybody is buying way too damn high 
Like when you buy a good company, good business, good brand, you don't have those same kind of fears. Now, for my veterans, I've always told you when it's a bloody week like that or two weeks like that, don't open your account. It makes it a hell of a lot easier because then you'll start to have FOMO and move things around that you shouldn't. But people are buying too high and hoping. And I, I, tonight on Stock Up Call, I'll walk you guys through. But I want to tell you guys, like, if it's if the high is 100, when it gets to 95, you have to stop. You have to stop buying and wait for it. And now, remember a few months ago, I was like, hey, a crash is going to come. There were some people in the comments who, who were not pandas or earners. And they weren't familiar with us. And they're like, no, it's not going to happen. And now we're there. Now, even everybody on, on the Bitcoin side is like, yo, 30 is probable. Then if 30 breaks, 21 will be sitting there for you. You have to wait for the right price to buy the best assets in the world and not gamble. And, and shout out to Chris. He had a great quote. He was like, how do you guys say you want generational wealth and you won't hold the stock for three or four weeks? Like, it's a, y'all just saying it because it sounds cute on IG because you want big girl to DM you. Stay dedicated to the craft if you look at any stock over a five to ten year period crypto five to ten year period you would be crazy to get out of anything that that, that is of high quality don't do it yeah my, my i would say execute man that, that's the biggest lesson right like we can talk about the price points and we can talk about entries but if you're not actually executing on it then what are you just hoarding the information right. and that that becomes super dangerous right like you can know a lot and do nothing with it so that you like, they always tell you about like knowledge is power. I'm like, nah, man, knowledge is power when it's executed. When, it's so executed. when you execute it, that's when it becomes powerful. So like execute, like we told and, and, you. And can I be real? Even when oh, that, hold on real, real quick. Right, yeah. Cause we, we, we spoke about four stocks that we invested in, but there was some other ones too, that you could have, right. If you, if you would have invested in Netflix when it was 376, right. Think about this. Like it was at 376. Within three days, within three days, it's up at 425. It got up to today. Right, we're we're talking about a company that you've been paying probably for the last eight years, without unconsciously paying, right? And they raising uh, prices on your subscription now, and you're not even going to blink. So it's a company that you're already spending with. It actually hit a low for for fifty two weeks, and it's like, all right, well, is this a good point? Yeah, we gave you four, and if you were watching Netflix, you couldn't obviously it had a a a, a nice a nice uh, run up. Yeah. If you're playing these option calls too, that you gotta when something hits a 52 week low, you gotta start to consider. You gotta start to consider, even if it's not a long term play. I mean, even Zoom's up ten dollars today. Mm-hmm. It's it's not really you're going back to the ground though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you had if you if you did the option, you're gonna make some money. That's right. Um, so you know, it's one of yeah, these... but I don't want them to come back and blame us. And two men shorty told me to. Get oh that. no! Well, disclaimer: I'm not telling you to do yeah. it. Please do all the that. So hopefully you don't have yes. to go through that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Nah, I'm not telling you nothing. Because then they gonna have their own mic clipped it up. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta be my play defense. You, nah, you're not gonna strip me. No pick six over here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you said no pick six. Uh-uh. Man, let's Remember talk the time and they said no. But let's talk about the top one percent of um America. Um, how much money do you need to be in the top one percent of America? I know you guys hate when I do these stats, but I want to give you context. So for uh the UAE, you need nine hundred and twenty-two thousand to be in the top one percent, and for the United States of America, you need four hundred and eighty-eight thousand dollars uh to be in the top one percent. How much? Now, how much? Four hundred and eighty-eight thousand. To be in the top, what was the first number you said? Um, nine hundred and twenty-two thousand for the UAE. UAE to be in the top. Oh, United United Arab Emirates. Arab Emirates and four hundred four hundred eighty-eight thousand. Mm-hmm. That's United it. States. I think it's going up. 
Investor P, they got it at seven hundred and fifty-eight thousand a year in order to join the one percent to make to make a year. Yeah, how yeah, much man. do you have to have in total net worth? I think the net worth has to be uh, eleven point one million. Oh, that's cap. But that's I'm like, damn, that's a big difference. That's cap. Oh, I so, said, shout out to Investor P, Caleb. I love you. <laughs> shout I know about yo. Man, hey, I'm not pandering. Just when you think you're doing well. <laughs> but but listen, Ross, can we, now I'm going to ask you, because it's a great quote that people don't always want to hear the truth. Can I tell you, you guys want to hear the truth or no? Shout out to Pat Lewis. I appreciate you. Um, even in Assets of Reliabilities, you guys should watch the episode, tune in on Revolt. Ross told you, you saw it, like, watch a person body language when they tell you something. He said, what did he say? I feel uncomfortable with 10. Then look what happened with inflation. And I know everybody like, yo, if, I used to say it too when I have any money. Man, I get the 10. Give it to me, I'll be good. And then guess what happens? The burden of having the money, and we're going to get a whole bunch of people on YouTube that are quiet, but they are clapping at home. The burden when you get any money, the number of people that you then have to take care of and all the defense that you have to play, and then mitigation of risk on the lawsuit side, it's, it's not enough. It's not enough. No. And we, we see the house of cars beginning to crumble in the country. And, and truth be told, if the job market, well, if the educational system led to the outcome financially that we wanted in the job market, and then people were treated well in the job market and were able to actually progress and make more money, there would be no room for the crypto market. The crypto market booming the way that it is is a reflection of the degradation of the American education system and the job market isn't working. The same people who were telling me, hey, employers need to treat their employees better were telling me Antonio Brown was crazy for walking off the field when, when the coach told him, get your ass off my team. Huh? Like, you have to be mindful of what stage. Please go read Ray Dalio's book. You have to understand what stage of the game we are in, in terms of our empire. And if you, and anyone that has traveled to anywhere overseas, America damn near has no edge in anything, but angel investing, technology stocks going public and probably media and entertainment. Every other country, China, Japan, Spain, they are running circles around us in, in a bunch of areas, educationally and in terms of the job market. Mm -hmm. So you gotta make the adjustment and be mindful. Be mindful. Very important. Shout out to YouTube. 8,100 people want to check in. Yeah, Hit the yeah. like button. Extremely important. Love y'all. Uh, let's take another detour from the script that I know I I'm interested in talking about. I had talked about this a couple of days ago with you guys in group chat, but uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> the great the great Elon Musk. Um, he's always saying something. <laughs> he's always saying something. He recently made news um, when he said that uh, the robots uh actually have an opportunity to be the biggest part of Tesla's business, bigger than uh, cars, bigger mm -hmm. than um, electric uh, panels. Yes, number one focus. Solar, solar panels, mm -hmm. um, number one focus. And then also he made that um, coin go up crazy. Yeah, yeah. He said that he would eat McDonald's live if, uh, they, accepted if, Dogecoin. if they accept Dogecoin. Then McDonald's said. Well, then the Grimace coin. When Grime coin, no, yeah, no, because McDonald's made a they, statement yeah. saying something. I forget what they said. They said something about the Grimace, coin. yeah, it was a Grimace coin, and then Grimace coin went up, went up like 52,000 percent. So, Tesla stock, um, a lot of people are invested in Tesla stock, and it's been you know something that's been up and down. It's actually up 90 dollars today, today. Yeah. It's, it's back almost at a thousand nine hundred and thirty six dollars. 
938 after hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, I, you guys know I'm not pro options, but any of you hit option today on Tessa, whew, congrats. Amazing. Go ahead. <laughs> so you, how you feel about Tesla stock? Uh, you know, I'm I'm long-term investing in Tesla. Um, you you a Tesla stock owner or a, an option owner? Well, I have an option owner, and I'm thinking about maybe exercising one or two of the contracts to get to the job sure. with them. Um, yeah, but I got a, so my option call on Tesla was at um 500 for 2023 of January next year. Um, so obviously, I'm just calculating that. I I've looked at the price targets on that. Um, everybody has a pretty much. At, by that point, maybe at thirteen to fifteen hundred, which is kind of the consensus. I know Kathy was on something like three thousand or something like that. Um, but yeah, innovation, obviously the EV, they dominate that space. But the robot thing is, <laughs> I feel like these things are coming into fruition. I Optimus, like, that's the name of the robot. Optimus. It's it's uh, it's a fire brand name too. It, it's it's iRobot come to life. So yeah, I, I mean, mean, I'm long on, on Tesla. It's a foreshadow. I mean, I've been screaming Tesla forever. Shout out to everybody in Stock Club. I know you guys were panicked when it had dropped to 800. It's going to recover. Um, I wish he would stop with the antics, but I get he doesn't have enough help. Like, And for all of you that are, especially everybody in Red Panda, all the earners, put in chat, who is the third best executive at Tesla? Let's see. Most could name some other executives at Apple. So he has to do these antics to stay in front of the camera, all in the video, you know, to keep the brand and marketing going up. China is squeezing Tesla a little, a little bit, and that is concerning. But long-term, I think it's an incredible stock. As long as he is there, I love Tesla. If he leaves, the, the value of that company will probably probably get chopped in half. Um, but yeah, Elon is amazing. Um, next big target I have for it is 1186.06, probably happening in less than four and a half months. So continue to hold, continue to hold. Long term investing is the wave. Like, <laughs> if you're new, hold everything 10 years, decade hold or more, and you're good. Please, like, he's not just saying that, like, that's like real, like, just hold the positions that you're in, right? Like, like even going back to last week. Microsoft was at 276. It's up 15% since then. That means if you bought it at that time, you're already up 15% on the investment that you made. For doing nothing. To doing nothing. All you did was say, all right, I'm going to buy it at this number and I'm going to keep it for the next 5 to 10, 15, 20 years. Give it to your kids, put it in a custodial account, do all these things. You're starting within a week, you're up 15%. Imagine what that looks like in 5, 10, 15, 20 years, y'all. Please put it in Please. chat. I Please. deserve to have everlasting wealth. The big issue that we have in our community is not about knowing what to buy. Like if Supreme went public, what do you think that price would be? I saw that the Bathe and Apes finally gonna come out with an NFT collection. I think that one's gonna boom. And we make all the brands popular, but the issue is like, we have to break down the psyche of not, cause I think we think if we invest, we have to be born and wear like pay less shoes and you know, $5 khakis. Like you can still be fine and invest. I just want you to put they, most they of the money. Don't think, they don't think that anymore. They see. They saw our Basel. <laughs> so, Another one. Hey, shout out Khaled. Um, but, but we the best. Um, continue Another. to hold everything for an eternity. And if you look at the people that have really built wealth, go look at the Walton family. I know I'm going to sound like Kanye. Uh, Walton family, Rothschilds, Disney, um, the original families who have founded this country. How long have they had held their assets on average? Like I say, Clip this up, please. Never listen to me. 
listen to the top five families, top five countries, top five companies. See how long they are looking to hold. Once you know how long they're looking to hold, you're good. Everybody who owns all those skyscrapers in New York, they're not trying to flip them on a two-year or a 10-year. And trust me, there's way more money in holding. And, pl- and even with this, it's easier to get capital when you have long-term investments. Like, let's say you want to go buy this building over here. If you're trading, they're not going to loan you anything because the probability of a person trading very well is less than 3%. Mm-hmm. If you hold it for long term, then you can leverage those assets and, and do other things and and have other liquidity come to you. So, yeah, yes. Let's talk about the um, the S and P. Well, let's talk about the stock, the top five stock market losses from twenty twenty eight to two thousand and twenty one, and what we can learn from them. I mean, I got this post from Josh Brown, and we talked about this maybe maybe the fifth episode of Market Mondays. But write this down: only five percent of the time the market would drop 40% or more. For those of you that experienced this for the first time last week, I'm sorry, but it will make you a better investor. But those are also the times to be buying when everyone is like panicking and everyone in the world is talking about it, right? Um, Only 10% of the time does the market drop 30% or more. 20% of the time does it drop um, 20% or more. And then 95% of the time, the market off the all-time highs would drop 5%. It is a game of patience. So when a market drops 40, write this down, to 63% for a quality top 50 company, that's when you want to look to buy. That's when you want to start to load the boat. Stock Club, I'll have those percentages in there for you um, tomorrow as well. So don't worry about that. But that's why I say 5% off the high. If you're buying there, you have a 95% chance of where you bought at, it's going to go against you. Just wait to buy deeper uh, in a deeper hole and, and you'll be good. It is ultimately a game of patience. And I want all of you to be wealthy. I want all of you to be rich. I want all of you to be master investors. And truth be told, there is no competition in, in investing because if you're buying equities, no one person or a group of black people collectively could buy all the shares in a company. It's impossible. So if we team together and get in at the best prices, we all collectively can make money and be wealthy together but you have to wait for these spots and know what the probabilities are in the market. Yeah. And the time, and the time of, of when these crashes were occurring, like that's important too. Like if you look at the, if you look at black Monday, October, if you look at dot-com bubble again in October, September, same thing with the financial crisis for 2008, September, October, Corona obviously happened in, in March. Um, and I think 1920, the 1929 stock market crash started in March. Um, but just the times of the year, right? Like we, we, we've seen three of the biggest crises have happened in September, October, the third quarter of the year. And so when we tell people, and we've said this plenty of times, especially here on the show, like, all right, well, the best months to invest in, right, are November, December, mm-hmm. the end of that first quarter, and then again, right before the summer quarter, because we know, we know the system of how investments work. Um, so uh, when crashes like this, not even crashes, when pullbacks happen like this, or when we start a slight pullback, slight pullback. Yeah. well, the NASDAQ almost had its worst January of all time. If it, if not t- for today, it would have had the worst January in the history of the NASDAQ. It sounds sexy. It's like Jay-Z's at the lowest streaming point in his career, but that's, I'm for, 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 it teetered, teetered at a bear market for the NASDAQ, 17%, 20%, was 20% would have been, yeah, it teetered. It was close. Teetered, teetered was. at a bear market, but it's a valuable learning lesson. So if it, 
the, the volatility yeah. ratio versus the S and P 500, which is weighted more because Nasdaq has less stocks. Mm-hmm. It, it is almost damn near equal. The return. Someone tell me what the seven year return of Nasdaq is. There's one thing that when uh, Ben and Mike was on in order to get great risk, there has to be great volatility tied to that stock equity or asset that you're investing in. You want something really safe, go get bonds. And then you're going to be flat or negative or slightly positive. Right. That's why when Tesla drops 25%, it fucking sucks. And then when it goes up 90% in your favor, you love it. There is a ratio of volatility in a stock or asset. Like me, I'm really volatile. Prices, fire. That's what come with it. I, now, if these entries were not great, man, I got to be quiet as a church mouse. And I got to play the whole, you know, doing everything for the culture. And I'm looking up at y'all, you know, because a lot of people play that game and then they make y'all no money. You have to understand, like, the more volatility something has, the greatest, the greater the upside it will have. But you have to be able to stomach that risk and then buy um, yeah. in the deepest. And, and you got to have patience, too, because, I mean, um, the NASDAQ was did nothing for 10 years from mm-hmm. 2010 to two, from 2000 to 2010, depending on where you got in, you actually are negative in the NASDAQ mm-hmm. for 10 that's a that's a long time. That's a decade. After yeah. after after that, it just it just skyrocketed. Nobody to Obama. But, Quantitative easing. But nobody um wants to talk about the 10 years where it did nothing. 10 years is a long period of time. That's a decade. That's a hell of a time to build a bit. So for all my entrepreneurs, if well, I know y'all never sell shares, but let's say if y'all have flat, you know, growth, which is impossible right but hypothetically if you did for 10 years that would be a great time to chip away and just build a base because if you're buying five thousand shares a year for a 10-year period when it then takes off what what is the value worth it is so even so even when things are smooth and not going the way that you want for my trader same thing like you ever notice it's the open the market to pop up and then it'll swing back down and then you get a little flutter and now it's flat right before 9 30 you know a breakout move is going to come so what you're trading, practice your entries for your long-term. And then if you hold long-term, the more shares you have is the name of the game. You want to get as many blocks as possible on a record. Um, you'll be good. Like all, I know these lessons have been repeated, but the great lessons that really help you win are the ones that are based on fundamentals and won't change. I wish that was, I know y'all think it's some magical secret that I have with this crystal ball. It is me just re- literally picking the percentages of prices. And for those of you in real estate, if I, I'll go back to my New York example. If you can catch a brownstone right now for 32% off, are you guys going to go in? Or are you going to be like, well, it dropped 20%? No, because you know the value and the equity is going to be on the upside in a couple of years anyway. And once you do this in business and stocks, and really, it's going to go across the board. And for those of you who need income, I get it. I get it. You have to then build a business or get another job. That's the only answer. The stock market alone may not give you all the income that you want if you don't have a big enough bag. But if you go get more money and then put it into this machine that would churn out more money for you legally, you're good. So we talked about Robinhood stock at the beginning and we talked about Tesla stock. So another company, um, Square, you've been very vocal about Square. You said Mm -hmm. that you believe Square is the new JP Morgan. Yeah. are you still shout out everybody JP uh, JP Morgan who've been texting me like, ha, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Where? <laughs> not our James Pierpont. Jack is not James, right? Um, uh, do I still believe that um, 
they will be the new JP Morgan. Yes. Um, Cause they really came down to the area like that. One 11, one 12 areas. While I knew we were bottom out when I looked at the technical shout out to Frederick, like he confirmed it. Um, if you guys need to average down one twelve to 100 is good, but you have to realize like, and I can't say what they have coming. Like, I, I can't, but if you can see my face, Oh baby. Um, they're just getting a team together. This, this is like when Jordan came back out of retirement and now he's solely focused on Twitter was baseball for Jack. He has to stay right. They're getting a team together and they're getting it. Now they have a big competitor in Apple because Apple plans to take this beautiful phone that they've created and yeah. turn this into a payment processor. Mm -hmm. So they will have some competitive challenges there. But once they build this team and you notice how quiet Jack has been, I like entrepreneurs that are quiet. CEO of Microsoft, they are quiet assassins. Please write this down. Quiet assassins. Uh, Elon, even though he is a great executive, he's a loud mercenary. A lot of time he will tell his hands. And I, I really think he's trying to run up the Dogecoin and meme coin prices so he can then have an exit. Because when China put the restraints on him, he'll have his exit plan. Don't think like, and people have to remember, Peter Thiel, Elon, and Max all traded futures. Ray Dallo traded futures. There's a reason why I tell you to go study this market. Like, did you guys know Ray Dalio created the chicken nugget, McNugget for McDonald's based off trading corn? Levels to this game. You think he's talking about it? Out of all the stuff Elon can talk about, you think he's picking meme coins on accident? Mm -mm. So give Square and Jack a little bit of time. I'll say give him six months. And I'll have an issue saying that I'm wrong um, if I am. But for anyone that's using it on a business side, if you use any other payment processor in comparison, it's hell on earth to deal with. Um, at least if your account gets flagged at Square, it's really quick. You may not get the answer that you want, but it's a little bit more smooth than PayPal. Give it a few months. They'll, they'll be smooth selling. And then uh, like in three years, I have them going to 305.57. So that'll be good. You have it. There you have it. We will monitor the situation with Square. <laughs> Shout out to YouTube, yeah. 9,000 9, people on a check-in. We get to a smooth 10. I'm going to go crazy again. Drop that bomb for them. I got you. That's the flex and clue bomb. We want unity. Little quiet storm. Little quiet storm. Little quiet storm. You know how we do. Microsoft. Eight-part blueprint to Microsoft's boom this, boom this quarter. I know you're tired of me screaming about Microsoft, but I'm not going to stop. Please put this in chat. Apple and Microsoft are the two greatest empires on this earth ever. Let's talk about it. Um, so number one, Satya is probably, after Tim Cook, the greatest CEO currently in Silicon Valley. This is what I love about, and this is like, for, for my, I'm going to go to my ball players. The, the player that is the dopest to me is the one that can put 40 on you and he's not going to talk to you crazy. Flex, ISO, get out the way, tween, tween, step back, get you, three, get you, finish, right? Satya just focuses on the mission. And I'm noticing a trend. <clears throat> You're going to see this pick up a lot in the next five, six years. Um, the adoption of Indian CEOs who come from humble beginners that are very humble in nature. Because when, like, even though we have our issues in our communities and in our hoods, like, if you've ever been to India, phew, and some of those rural parts is devastating and that never leaves you. So like 
to come up through the Microsoft chain and be there during some of the tougher times, his leadership style is absolutely amazing, but you rarely even hear him in interviews. That is a great sign. I want my executives to be focused on a mission and not being all in the videos dancing. Um, number two, best quarter ever, 124 billion, 124. So when everyone's like, yo, I like this company more, I'm like, in a quarter, they did better than that other company that you may like did all year. Revenue's up 20%, the income up 21%, LinkedIn's up 37%. LinkedIn is boring as hell. Shout out to Nick, you talked about it on the episode with you guys. Yeah. Um, Azure and clouds. Microsoft did 124. Apple did 124. Apple did 124. Microsoft. My correction. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, let me look at the number. They, they did have a crazy quarter, though. But, yeah, crazy yeah. Quarter. I'll run down to some of the revenue while you look at that. So Azure was up 46%. It's the first time in six quarters that was, yeah. the, the revenue was under 50. 365 grew 45%. Yeah, 45%. They had personal computing was up. 15%, it brought in 17 billion. We already spoke about uh, last week about gaming, uh, that that brought the, Act Activision. The, the Activision purchase, but actually the subscription service inside of it, which is bringing in over 400 million a month. Um, the Xbox hardware uh, revenue rose by 4%. Almost every avenue of revenue uh, increased. I think Xbox, the Xbox revenue was actually the lowest at 4%. It was up 10%. It's like, why, why? You know what was interesting today? I don't know if anybody saw, but I, mean, I think Wall Street Trapper posted it, but but Sony actually bought Bungie, and so that's yeah, it, it. Was a good, yo. Here's the here's the L part though. You know what Bungie's number one game is that they they make? What? What's that? Halo, a game that was exclusive to Xbox. <laughs> Interesting play. Well, I want to play. I, I want to see how that 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 pans out because Halo. And if you ever been a gamer, you know Halo. That's always been an Xbox game. They actually are coming out with the show now. I just saw a preview for it during the, during the games last night. That's been a staple for the Xbox uh, gaming system. So now that Sony has bought the company that makes that, I'm interested to see how that plays. Yeah, uh, sixty-eight point seven billion. My apologies. Still, still a very high number. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. And then also top enterprise software company. They haven't even put all their attention into gaming yet. Like cloud services. Ridiculous. Incredible. I mean, one of the most dominant companies ever. And then think about how much, for, like Microsoft would be probably two times as big as Apple if they would have had a better executive for that 10-year stretch the bomber was there. They gave, and this is a great lesson. I don't like the 48 laws of power, but that the lesson in a book about you have to kill your competition while they're down and dead, man, that's true. If they would have picked a better successor and they would have had all the infighting between Barmer and Gates, there would have been no room for Apple. Destroy completely. You kill a you kill an ant with a sledgehammer. Absolutely. No rooms. No room. 50 Cent. Um, you ever read the 50th Law of Power? I did not. Great read. book on the law. I People didn't. slept I, on that you book. Have that. You actually oh, have the archive. Yeah, I, got, I got the audio book. Oh. Um, very, very, very good book. Very good book. Very good book. Um, okay. So let's talk about this. Shout out to Odell Beckham. Shout out to the Rams uh, for going to the Super Bowl. Shout out to um, shout out to my guy Jesse. Oh, and Jesse Bates, the third. To, my he, dog. He actually made the game winning play. So it's crazy, it's crazy how life works. So um, we actually Chris Coy. It was like episode 15, 14, something like that. It was early. Twenty, maybe twenty. It was early. Um, Chris Coy, NFL agent. He was the first NFL agent that we had on, and we had him on the podcast. Dope episode. Shout out to Chris. 
So then he invited me and Troy to DC a few years ago to speak to his players. He had like an all day symposium for his players, for his clients. And me, Troy, and my son um, went to DC and we spent the day with his clients, like 10 of his clients. And uh, we went to a baseball game, chopped it up and kept in touch with a lot of them um, since then. And one of them was Jesse Bates. And Jesse was actually was a rookie. rookie. He, he was, was a rookie. rookie. Jesse was a rookie at the time that we met him. Now I believe he's a captain. He's a, he's a captain of the defense. And he actually, if you watch that play, he's the one that actually added it down. So, the interception. so for the interception, which was a game winning play right there. Uh, so he's going to Super Bowl. So long story short, shout out to Jesse. Very proud of him. It's dope to see that. Cause I've actually been in communications with him. Like every now and then, like, you know, he, he hit me up, like, you know, what's going on tapping in. Um, so yeah, that was dope. I'm, I'm proud of him and Zach, um, Zach's my guy too. He used to play for Denver Broncos and he's on <coughs> Bengals now. Yeah, so yeah. and Bradshaw was Giants quarterback. Yes. Pro Bowler. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I'm talking about guys going to the NFL. Oh yeah. yeah. To the Super to Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yeah. But, um, long story short, shout out to all my, all my NFL players out there and shout out to everybody that's going to the Super Bowl. But, the talk of the town has been Odell Beckham and um, of course his contract. Now I want to preference this because a good friend of ours, an NFL agent, shout out to Greg Barnett. And I asked him, I'm like, explain them. Cause I think that there's more to this story, but it's still a good learning experience. But it's a great learning lesson. Yeah. I just saw somebody in zoom said you guys are losing me with the sports talk. So it's a, this is a financial a correlation. Lesson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a little segue. And also too, I want to address Sammy, my brother. I'm not here for the camera and the lights. If you really know me in real life, which you don't, I prefer not to even be seen for commentary like that. I don't have on a leather jacket or pineapple juice, so I'm not in a bad vibe. <laughs> I will ask you kindly, please go Google Ian Dunlap reveals the hidden secret of investing rolling out. I did three or four years, both to from my Facebook. I was posting this in 2010. And then you can ask anybody who's black, brown, whatever color, if they was talking about this in 2009 or 10. I'm sorry I haven't done a great enough job for you to know me better, but I'm not here for the lights and cameras. But if you think I look good on them, thank you. <laughs> but no, I'm not here for that reason. But let me do something to help you. Sammy, put the five stocks that you want to know about and I'll tell you the price to get in. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now, it's a financial lesson. This is a financial lesson. It's a financial lesson, lesson but... Um, the good thing we're having a platform is that you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. So if we want to talk about sports, we're able to talk about sports. And if you don't want to listen to it, then you don't have to listen to it. Mm -hmm. Please do not allow any level of negativity into the fortress. Or, or, or we can straight block. No, listen, Sammy, I told everybody, I, listen, okay. <clears throat> and I'm going to be calm. Can we have an honest conversation real quick as a sidebar? Everyone is selling you guys on communicating with each other because they don't know how to invest and don't know how to make money. So I know, man, it's the biggest thing, biggest violation ever that I don't respond to every email. I put it today. Listen, I want my first conversations to be with my mom, dad, and kid because I know if I go today, you won't send Xander anything. Great. So the people that email you back quickly, they're emailing you back because they've taken y'all subscription money and going to mess it off because they really can't invest in the craft. So I'm sorry, it, it may cost the house. And great. When it was 297, we first put it out and it was 297 annual. Shout out to everybody in Stock Club who got it in the first time and killed it. Come on, man. We're not going to do this. That, and plus, that for the Ian's not for the culture, EYL's not for the culture, that don't work no more, baby. We cool with everybody who run the culture. And culture, I don't even believe in culture. There is no culture. You can't, nobody uh, can talk to me about culture. You can't. Stop. That culture is so overused and 
overrated and it just goes in so many different directions. I, I'm cool off the culture talk because what does that even mean? That's a whole different. No, I got to bring 19 keys in. Y'all saw what happened. Yeah, shout out 19 keys. Shout out Trap. I saw what happened when we squad over Christmas. Yeah, no, nah, I don't. I don't buy into the culture. If I go zero dark thirty, what happened? Kanye. Le- Leash has been earned. Shout out Kanye. Earners, what's going on? If you're looking for an adventure with the family, Nerd Wallet can help you take the first step towards making your dream a reality. Start earning points toward a much-deserved trip by using Nerd Wallet to compare and find credit cards that pack big travel rewards. Because why not turn everyday purchases into an unforgettable experience? And maybe that vacation made you realize you're ready for a place with a bit more space. Nerd Wallet can help you compare rates to find the smartest mortgage lender for you. And now that you're feeling settled in your new home, wouldn't it be nice to spend less time watching your investments and more time with family? NerdWallet can help you compare and find financial advisors to take the lead on expanding your portfolio while you take the lead on fort building. Whatever you're dreaming of, NerdWallet makes it easy to compare the smartest financial products side by side. Compare and find the smartest financial products for you on NerdWallet. NerdWallet Compare Inc. NMLS 1617539. NerdWallet is not an investment advisor nor an investment broker. Information is for educational purposes only. Shout out to Kanye, man. <sighs> All right. Tell him. Better? I mean, it wasn't perfect. Hey, and they, but they I ain't got crazy. the answers, man. Yeah. Yeah. How? They have you. They have you. And, and, and also, as a business lesson, when you charge a premium price, sometimes it's to alleviate some of the headaches. I really wish I could have kept it at 297 Everybody who was in Stock Club 2019, 2020, that's been loyal Red Panda family members, they've been telling me, yo, keep the knuckleheads out. And here's the crazy part. Y'all asked for the scholarship. A Stock Club, put yes. He ain't lying in chat. I do more on Market Mondays to educate than I do on Stock Club. But guess what? And Red Panda, they actually buy the damn stocks. They're not here for entertainment. Everybody in Red Panda here to get rich. Here to get well. Shout out to those of you that's up five, six million. Let's stop the debating. Media, gossip, right? That is inflicted in our culture. You notice there is really no white gossip. There's no Indian shade room. There's no Asian Hollywood unlocked. Shout out to Jason Lee. For a reason. Jason Lee. Gossip is a cancer to us <laughs> from executing. And I'm gonna be real, because all the people that y'all meet and be cool, like, yo, is a celebrity? Yeah, like, oh, you wanna be seen and hang with celebrities? Like, they coming to me asking me for help. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. My friends are celebrities to me. I ain't changed one bit. Not one bit. Get off my bumper. But ask, ask, on, ask me, pause. what y'all say? Ask me if I change. You change? A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Dave, I can't wait to get through your head. Oh, my this hedge fund. Kidding me? Wrap this shit up. Okay. the same. You kidding me? Okay. Nah. Uh, Frederick, call me after this too. We we'll get right to that too. <laughs> Great. A whole lot. Shout out to Kelly. Um, shout out to everybody at Citadel. Call me. I'm uh, ready. Let's nah. talk. Let's talk about this Bitcoin situation. Just the entertainment part, UTA. Back to the regularly. Back to the regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, let's talk about um, it, man. Let's do I'm it. Trying to get these numbers up to ten thousand on the low. That's my picture. the last thing I'm gonna say about this culture thing is that um, you got to understand, you. You would pay to go to college. Even college is not every day. College, you have two classes a week, maybe one class a week for six weeks. And then you go on four weeks vacation. And then you come back for six weeks. And then you go on four months vacation. Market Mondays is free every single, every single week. But Earn Your Leisure, 
is open 24 hours. We don't take a day off. We never miss a day for free. We never missed a day. It's 88 inches of snow and Shotty <clears throat> had to drive 19 blocks to get Troy out. Yo, we never missed <laughs> a could've... day in three years. Some point you got to have some level of no days off. You kidding me? Mm-hmm. All right. Back to this Bitcoin conversation. Let's talk so, about it, man. Let's Odell do it, man. Beckham got a portion of his contract in Bitcoin, $750,000. Language. He did the entire. So we get there. Yeah. No, well, his contract is also incentive. That's true. Um, incentive yeah. laden. So the base, he got the base contract of $750,000 in Bitcoin. Yes. But it also has incentives, incentives right. all over it. Certain, like he has a certain amount of catches. Yeah, it's a lot yards, of touchdowns, all that type of stuff. Yep. Yep. First, yep. the first question is why does he have a base contract for $750,000? That's crazy. Because he got traded midseason. So the what what the Browns were paying him, they obviously we How know. How much was the Browns paying him? He was he was multi because he got he went to the Browns with the $90 million contract from the Giants. And so they were paying them at a premium, but, but we know you, we, we but, know that in football, nothing's guaranteed. So they released a, him. If you have a base contract, and you get traded halfway through the year. I mean, what the most he had was two million. That was base. Probably he probably did the veteran minimum. But why? Why do you do well, it? Well, why? Well, why? Here's the answer: What is the price of freedom <clears throat> and winning? Well, you get three. You get three million dollars on a loser, and things yeah. not going well. They released him. Yeah. And so he had to well probably sign veterans. Him and Von Miller did the same thing. Yeah. Bitcoin. Well, long story short, when he got Bitcoin, it was sixty thousand dollars. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if he got the whole thing up front or if he's getting paid bi-weekly. That's another interesting part because if he's getting paid bi-weekly, nobody this is the thing, nobody actually knows how he's actually there hasn't been one they don't know the structure, yeah. There hasn't, there hasn't <laughs> right, been one right, NFL right, right. insider that's actually been able to break this down. But just for the conversation of Bitcoin, um sixty thousand dollars and now it is at 30, 37, $37,000, yeah. extreme, extremely volatile asset. When we talk about cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. cryptocurrency is extremely volatile, way more volatile than stocks. And, and Bitcoin has always been a very volatile asset class. So um, this, this brings up a bigger um, thought process as far as like business owners getting paid in cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. people accepting cryptocurrency as salary people accepting cryptocurrency as bonuses, mm-hmm. um, getting paid for endorsement deals in cryptocurrency. So what is, what does this actually say about, about yeah. that? Politicians too, like our mayor. Yeah. He's, he's another one. He, got, he took the Eric Adams. Wow. Still haven't gotten a meeting. Um, he took Bitcoin at its He's high. doing a lot wrong at the moment. Let's let him clear it out. He's actually, doing every, he's actually doing everything wrong. Um, <laughs> st- he's bringing stop and frisk back. We'll talk about that later on. So Bitcoin, how do we feel about Bitcoin's current price? And is it a good idea to ever take any type of payment in cryptocurrency being that it's so volatile? Um, the, the thing that I want you guys to look at from a branding perspective, and even like the love rant that I did was in a, you know, that's understand. Like for those who get marketing, you need ebbs and flows. So when things are down, you take a particular point, right? Rile the crowd up, rally your base. Um, Odell is very smart. Like the way his team put his looks together, the way he's been able to get PR and also factoring like what his net worth is. If you're begin, if you're a player that's a rookie or let's say you're making less than $5 million a year, I wouldn't do it. Odell is good. And the thing, and I want to get full credit. Um, I heard it on Joe's podcast and him and ice and issues talking about it. Shout out to them, Ian Corey. Um, and you know, Dan Rovell is one of the greatest reporters to ever grace CNBC or sports reporting ever. Yeah. So it's not like him just reaching for a story. It is rather interesting. Um, and if you are following Darren Ravel, please do, because he has some interesting takes and research on how he does the stories. But 
at the stage of where Odell is, he's 28, net worth maybe somewhere, I'm assuming between 30 to $40 million. Him taking 715 Bitcoin, not going to hurt the kid at all. I think that's the key, Ian. I think that's the key right there, right? So if it is your sole source of income, mm -hmm. probably not the best thing to do. If it's additional income that you've on the side of what you've already accumulated, like you said, his net worth, right? I'm sure Eric has a net worth of a certain amount and then making that type of decision, right? Because he's not the only one but in also, that position. Can, can, can we put this in context real quick? Pick up. If he got 750000 in Bitcoin, his net worth is $30 million. That's 2% of his overall net worth. But also, um, and I actually, Nothing. I'm glad, I'm glad, shout out to my man Marvin from UTA. I actually was going to say, it. I forgot to say it, but he actually reminded me. Cash App is giving um, people endorsement deals. That's what I was, I was going to say. So mm -hmm. it's very possible that Cash App gave him a million dollars, seven figures, to actually take somebody on YouTube said 1.2. Yeah. So that's don't don't follow. Yeah. Don't don't just blindly follow rappers or, or athletes without knowing the full story. Yeah. Because you, you you're thinking, oh well, Odell Beckham got paid in Bitcoin. I could do it. I'm just going to get paid in Bitcoin. Yeah. But you don't know that there's more to that. I was just going to say that because that's exactly what Aaron Rodgers did, right? Like the, everybody's talking about Odell, but Aaron Rodgers did the same exact thing. But he took a, a portion of it and he received all of it through. Cash App. So there was a deal with Cash App. Uh, Clay Thompson just did it. Andre Iguodala has done it. Shohei Otani, who was the MVP of, of the American League. Yeah, Cash App is going crazy they, right now. So that, and that's what, so when Megan you were talking about everybody, so like they're, they're making these deals because they obviously have, they, they, you can sell crypto and buy and sell crypto there. Mm -hmm. So these type of deals that you don't know about are what's actually the, where the money's going, right? If I'm getting a million dollars to take it, that's a million up front. Yeah, so I, it's always more to the story than what's on social media or, you know, people just... I mean, it's a great headline. Salacious, got a lot of people talking. I mean, Khadijah put it in YouTube. Like, he'd he probably clear 1.5 off modeling alone. It, like, all... And I, I know people clown you for being conservative, but, like, I mean, I'll... Man, I t always tell you guys, you want to risk one to make 11. So if those first three shots don't go in, you're good. So if crypto goes to zero, it's not going to affect his life one bit. Now, I, now here's the gym. If you are looking to take assets or take crypto as a payment, you need to tie that buying cycle in with your customer base to what the real institutional levels are. Hopefully we'll get Mike Novogratz to come back on. But 28 and 21,000, which I called last year. I know people think I just pulled numbers out of my ass. And I, I know Bam did for a minute too. And I earned, you know, <laughs> trust of Bam. But acts where, and here's the thing, when, when you guys are looking, even on CNBC, Bloomberg, Real Vision, um, you want to see where the institutions are buying and where the heaviest positions are. If you can crack the code to find out where that is, that's when you want to start to layer your bets. Go back and look at the Novogratz episode. And when I call the price, look at his reaction. A lot of this is poker. Because a person that tell you something in public because they can't, like even when people like, these are the seven secrets to starting a million dollar business. They won't do any of those seven. They can't tell you the real 80 things that they did. But look at their body language. You'll be able to tell for most investors if that's the real area that, they, that they're looking to get in. And you'll be good and you can piggyback off that. Um, and then, yeah, Cash App is going crazy with uh, all these endorsement deals. And um, who owns Cash App? That company we spoke about earlier. Jack and uh, is one of the greatest entrepreneurs of all time, too. You can't mm -hmm. bet against him. This is a long-term game.
Yeah. It is a long-term game. Yeah, really quick. It is the <laughs> nine o'clock hour. So I'm just going to give you our earnings. Big earnings week. Obviously, last week we had Microsoft. We had uh, Apple. Uh, tomorrow, we got AMD. We, we speak about semiconductors all the time. AMD, obviously, I know I am wrong on AMD. PayPal will be reporting. Google, one of my uh, dear lessons that I had to learn uh, in 2021 was, why am I sleeping on Google? Uh, Starbucks will be reporting as well. MicroStrategies as well on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we have Meta reporting. Qualcomm, another semi. Uh, Thermo Fisher. Shout out to everybody that was in Thermo Fisher. Uh, Spotify, which was in the news all crazy. Uh, today with uh, Mr. Rogan apologizing for some of his statements. About about what? Um, so a lot of people were pulling their music off. So the vaccine? Yeah, yeah. One per, yeah, but about the vaccine talk. But yeah. if you actually listen to Rogan's podcast, that's like two episodes out of 300. But the, the issue was that what do you, what do you say artists, artists were taking their music off the platform because they were like, there's no censorship. And so you had, I think, Neil Diamond and somebody, somebody else, they pulled it off and well, my thing Spotify is, was like, all right, we're going to stick by Joe because we've invested in him. And he ended up apologizing for but some of the same as he These made. people crazy as hell. Why don't you, you're going to take your music off of Spotify because he's talking about a vaccine. And okay, you're saying that's false information. You got people talking about drugs, um, killing people, kidnapping people. And you never thought to take your music off of Spotify for that. They greenlit all of that information. I'm just a messenger. That's a fact. <laughs> just a messenger, bro. Like I'm just saying, like I'll that's you. That's you yeah, going. Nah. And, and I'll ask everyone this: When Neil Young took his money, took his uh, catalog off Spotify, what was his most recent deal worth? With with the with Spotify, just what he sold his catalog for recently. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that's that's a way. Right that, that was like me, like. If I go to Goldman and we do a deal and they give me 300, I'm like, yo, I went to Goldman content of YouTube. Like, okay, I feel you, but it's not going to move the needle. Um, and I, and I, I hate that we are in a place in terms of our country that we cannot have dialogue with people that we don't agree with. Like, if he took the horse dewormer or whatever he took, like, okay, great. He has the right. To, it wasn't illegal. And then also we know Everything that Fauci said was not above board. And if you look at the vaccines, it's actually a gene therapy. It's not technically a vaccine. Um, I didn't pass my MCAT, so I'm playing a doctor on YouTube. Shout out to all my real doctors and <laughs> CRNAs and, you know, anesthesiologists. Y'all are amazing. I couldn't pass MCAT. That should snatch my soul. Um, but it's really a gene therapy. It's not a vaccine. So we are in a very suspicious gray area and they had to counteract what was going on, but please be mindful, man. Like when we are more focused on what people are saying opposed to outcome, we're in a very dangerous place. Please be careful. All right, Thursday. Uh, so that that is on, that's Wednesday. Thursday, we got Amazon. Amazon was reporting their earnings. They're estimating, they're estimating. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. $140 billion quarter. $140 billion. The whole Amazon? Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ford is going to be reporting. Snap, uh, which has pulled back tremendously, will be reporting. Uh, uh, Fortinet will be reporting. And uh, Eli Lilly will be reporting as well. And Honeywell. Honeywell. Some of the, the, the company. Shout reporting. out Lilly. I have a bunch of friends through IU in Indianapolis. That's so why I never talked about it publicly during COVID. But Lilly's one of the greatest pharma companies ever. Big week. 
Big week, big week, big week. Shout out to Kyrie Irving. Good to see him back on the court. Big facts. Uh, Who's killing us? 9,500 people on YouTube. Hit the like button. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Let's get some. Before we get the question, one last thing. Um, Four reasons last week uh, that you said to only take four swing trades and four day trades. Yeah, I saw some. That's a year or a month? In a year. In a year. Four swing trades and four day trades in a. Can you, can you just explain a different, like, what's a swing trade for anybody that's new? A uh, swing trade, I would define anything that is from 30 days to 180 days for, like, simple terms. So it's not quite an investment. It's not quite a day trade. It's, like, in the middle. Because um, I was seeing some commentary of people being like, well, maybe if you have a bigger account, you can do that. Even if you have a small account, I still want you to do that until we understand what the Fed is going to do. We don't know what the actual tapering cycle is going to be. Um Powell has managed as well as he could. I think he's done, <clears throat> it may be sacrilegious for some people that study the Fed, but I think he's done a better job than Alan Greenspan. But he's in a very precarious situation or predicament. So we don't know what the cycle is. So when you don't know what those big macro things, please write this down if you're first time listening or you need to be reminded. I've told you before, 2020, inverted yield curve, most important indicator, number two, quantitative easing. The technicals don't mean anything. Technically, like, because technicals are not a concrete floor or a concrete ceiling. Um, it is what the Fed does and the monetary policy that they put forward that determines everything. So if you don't know what the monetary policy is going to be, how much they're going to raise interest rates, you can't take 20 trades. Last year, it was easy because it was just a free-for-all. I'll always go back to that steroids analogy. Man, it was easy to get 50 home runs and everybody pass up King Griffey. Now we get to see who can really trade, who can really invest. What is your edge? Fewer Shots, fewer shots for all my hoopers. If I give you, gave you eight shots in a game, four threes and, and four 15 footers, how good are you going to do? When people get into trouble and we've seen, and I, Kathy is one of the greatest investors of our era. Arguably, you guys can go play the tape. I, I told you before everyone, she was going to get attacked. Yes or no, right? You can see that active trading and rotational trading and taking hundreds of trades doesn't work at scale with our fund. Not, not picking on her, mm-hmm. but when, when you actively are entering new positions, so think of it like this. If you have, I'd rather have four big, huge ships to fight the battle for me opposed to 80 speedboats. Every time she puts on a new position, it immediately can be attacked. So in that way, you're never able to get momentum. If you build a base in a great company, Apple, Microsoft, AMD, NVIDIA, um, Square, uh, you guys should have been looking at Ally, not because they're sponsored, because you know I don't. But the, you know the thing, the thing is not to not to just say that, but you know I was actually thinking about this today with Ally. Um, Ally is they're is, sleeping on Ally. They're interesting for a few different reasons. They're very innovative, but um, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm not joking when I say this. I'm actually being serious about this. You really have to take. Um, you have to look at a company serious that has the foresight and vision to invest in programs like Market Mondays and people like Earn Your Leisure because that lets me know that they're forward thinking, they're progressive, and they have a vision. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm not too in my, I'm not too in my own horn, but I'm serious. I thought about this today. I'm like, they're the first, they're first to market to really like, you know, really like show us love on, on a big platform. Uh, let's be real. That was first to online banking, really. Yeah. It was like them and ING Direct. Mm-hmm. Says a lot. Yeah. It says a lot yeah. about them. And when, and when we when we meet, I mean, we've been 
fortunate enough to meet some of the execs. Like everybody's on the same, that same wave of innovation and seeing what's next and how to reach audiences that never been reached. So shout out to them. I mean, because in my brain, it's a no brain. I don't know why every financial company hasn't embraced EYL. I mean, why I, I'm finding it hard to understand why. And a lot of them are shout out to Chase, shout out, you know, we, we establishing relationships with people, but I'm just saying. I would have thought that it would happen a lot earlier with every single financial institution. I, it just, it was kind of mind boggling that it took so long. Um, so I say that to say they have to have their air to the street and they have to actually have some level of vision of what's actually currently happening and not what has already happened in the past for them to embrace programs like this. So, yeah. yeah. yeah Ian, real quick, I know you brought up Kathy and you talked about inverted uh, indexes. Did you see this, uh, this inverted ETF? So uh, to it, short to short her fund, short her fund, yeah. So it's uh, called uh, Tuttle Capital. The the, the actual ticket mm-hmm. is S A R K, and so people have invested on that based on the performance of Art going down, and so it's inverse, right? So when Art goes down, this fund goes up. It's, uh, oh, I, so, need to, I need to get that. I don't do I <laughs> Shout out to Art. Shout out to the Art Fund. Yeah, we gonna just keep beating it up. Yeah, but it's interesting. So it's like this, this, they created a fund pretty much inverted of what the performance of Art. Crazy. They're gonna do a document it, your art. It, it, it's a well time. Like once she and for those stock club, remember like last year, I was sending all these videos about Peter Lynch, right? And one of the things that he kept saying is hard to be a media dollar and an excellent stock picker because the jealousy that comes with it. Um you have to realize too, like the thing that she did, and I was talking about the Saturday, like her strategy was Tesla heavy. For those of you who don't know, please go Google when she was on CNBC saying Tesla's going to go to 3,000, and they are damn near laughed out the room. And Bitcoin was in our strategy, and then everyone copied it. That's why I tell you, this is a prime example why I tell you guys. Please write this down. All my entrepreneurs and creatives, once you get a competitive edge in a market, keep your secrets to yourself. Keep them to yourself. Because if you share them publicly, they're going to take your head off with your own strategy. The same, the same sword they knight you with, they gone they good. They good knight you with. That's only, that's only is it. They like you. you. <laughs> See, we in tandem. It's with the Zoom delay. Wait till we get in person. Don't believe me. Ask Michael. One, the greatest verse of all time, in my opinion. At see Jesus. At see Caesar. See Brutus. See Jesus. See Judas. See success, success is like a suicide. Suicide. It's a suicide. If you reach a success, prepare to be crucified. To be, if you want to be successful, prepare to be crucified. And that's, that's why that, the greats, that. like Michael Jackson, Floyd Mayweather, get quiet. Told you, you know, I probably shouldn't even brought up Jim, but when Joe, I told you know, brought up Jim from greatest hedge fund ever. Man, the forest doesn't even talk to his employees. Time out, time out, Raheem, Raheem Jenkins, Raheem Jenkins. Congratulations, you played yourself. What you mean, what's all of that, man? <laughs> That's a corporate takeover freestyle, Jay Z, man. Don't do that. Congratulations, Raheem. We still love you, bro. Google. Greatest freestyle ever. Google. Easily. Arguably. Nah, we're not even going to argue. Shout out, shout out to Hove, man. Gra- Grammy Family Freestyle. Go check it out. Jay Z, man. A legend in the game. Let's take some questions if we can. Janet. Jan's got a plan. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Hey, guys. How are you? You glowing, glowing. Am I? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Monday, everyone. What's the deal, Jan? Um. Wait, wait, wait. We got an update on what's what's the update? Tell us what's going on. What's what's the update? Many updates this week. I'm just sticking to the plan. Studying. Just you know. A couple people in Red Panda said they want you to quit sharing your updates so you can 
glow and grow faster. So I want to just put that out there because I know they're about to text me. My updates? Not all of them. And I get because the, the, you know, the, the other part that comes with it, the envy the, and even, you know, personal. I don't want nobody coming after you for that. It's all right. I'm covered. I'm covered. Yeah, I got you. I got you too. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Uh, living my life like it's gold. <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate that, Ian. Um, I mean, one of the updates I guess I, get, I can give is that we finished charting and technical analysis as a community. That book is so amazing. I really, really love it. And I'm more of a like a long-term set it and forget it type of person, but this book actually gave me a lot of confidence. So I'm really excited and we'll be paper trading as well as earners all together. So it's yeah. good. Feel really good about that i mean I, again i feel like i'm in study mode in a lot of different areas in my life and it's great i feel like i'm growing i started off the year that way and we're growing together as a community yeah. shout out to shout out to g and shout out to lawrence they put on a sermon yesterday <laughs> oh my god book club was incredible drop some fire in the chat here and zoom if you guys shout out to the book club Great. yeah it was, it was so motivating it was beautiful and we talked about not only investing but like uh how to not care what other people are doing, like make sure you don't have like expensive car, like living beneath your means, like like really big building like your community and your family. It was so good. We all got to share and connect. You know how you know we did the whole kumbaya thing, Troy. Troy started that, so you know how that Jim <laughs> um, B, I appreciate you. Put your cash app in uh YouTube, please. I'm gonna cut you off, Queen. But well, I saw somebody from my home county, so I got excited. But go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, so let's go to Q first. For our first question, uh, Troy kind of stole her thunder, but she has another question. She asked about, she's going to ask about SARK. Oh, okay. But it's all right. She got something else. So I'm going to go. For those of you asking about USO um, in, in the comments, don't, don't do it. Please don't do it. Where is she? We have so many hands raised right now. One moment. It's a good trade, not a good long term investment. There she is. All right, Q, unmute yourself, please. No problem. Thanks, Janet. Much love to you. I hope y'all can hear me. I first need to give a shout out to all three of you young kings. We appreciate you. No matter what people is doing, I need y'all to know that. And we praying for y'all. Some of us are. So, um, that Troy. That means the word to me. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. For real. For real. Troy, you did steal my thunder, but it's all cool because we I apologize. Go ahead, on. I'm ask, just ask you. That's just ask <laughs> Moving on. Um, I'll just move on because y'all talked about it. That's all I wanted to know. But what did y'all think about Reed Hastings dumping that 20 million into Netflix? Like to buy that stock? Like, was that a good move? Was that to help? Was that just to show loyalty? What's your feedback regarding that? Troy, you want to go first since she called on you and then we can run the right table. She said the investment in Netflix. Um, like I said earlier, uh, Netflix is, is, is the number one in that space. Um, there's a lot of pressure obviously on them from, from Disney. Um, they just announced that they're going to be uh, expanding the, the Disney Plus platform for 42 new countries. Um, so, like I said, Netflix long term, I love uh, whether it's somebody investing in it or not. I, I'm, you know, sometimes when Ian's like, yo, don't pay attention to the news, focus on what you know. We know that's a strong company. We know that it, its content is addictive. We, we know that people will subscribe and, and stay there and forget that they had the subscription. I feel like they were the, the originators of the subscription service that you just kind of forget that you keep paying. Um, and so, yeah, I'm long-term on it. Um, another one of my thousand share club, uh, tickers. Um, yeah. Mark Cuban did say that he, that's the only, he's only invested in two stocks, what he told us. And one of the two stocks was Netflix. Yeah. He said that last year. So obviously he's a billionaire. So I think Netflix has challenges though. 
definitely yeah. challenges and they have a, a, a difficult road ahead, but they are first to market, mm-hmm. which always helps. Um, I think they'll be okay, mm-hmm. but I think one of, one of the big players in this is, and there's a, there's a great article in the verge about streaming in Africa. I think whoever, and I know that, like I said, Disney is, is coming into some of these countries in, um, in Africa, whoever can figure out how to get their service to be number one in these spaces where the, the population is increasing. And, and I know that you and Keys are talking about population growth the other night. So when you have a continent that has population growth that is young, if you can get your content to these people who have devices, right? Mobile devices, not necessarily TVs and can consume that content. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be whoever that is. And it might be an African uh, tech te- uh, streaming service right now that's doing it. Um, but whoever can do it is going to be well, well, well ahead of this. Let me just say one thing, one thing about Africa real quick. Yeah, yeah. I, so I spoke about it with Keys. Yeah. Africa is the key to everything going forward. Uh, that's why China wants to take it over. Yes. Yeah. That's why everybody always wanted to take over Africa. Um, but that's a different story for a different day. But uh, Africa is the key. And most continents um, have negative birth rates. Like uh, Europe has a negative birth rate. Asia has a, a negative birth rate, meaning that there's not enough babies being born relative to people that's dying. Their population is going down. Africa is the exact opposite. Africa's both birth rate is crazy, skyrocketing. 80%, like 70%, 80% of the continent is under uh, 25 years old. When we went to Nigeria, Nigeria is the most populated black country in the world with 220 million black people and 80% of the population is under 21. And 90% of that population is under 18. Um, So the opportunities in Africa is endless for a variety of different reasons. And the infrastructure is still not really in place. When mm-hmm. we found out like the, the number one podcast in West Africa <clears throat> only had like 50, 40,000 Instagram followers. That's in whole West Africa, not just in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. That let me know that podcasting is still in the beginning stages in Africa. Um, so that's why like you see some people saying like they're the top podcaster. It's never really been our goal to be a top podcaster. Like we're building a media company, media empire. So <clears throat> that's why we went to Africa and we're going back to Africa and a lot of focus will be in Africa for us. Um, so I say that to say Netflix, they should definitely focus on Africa, but every company should focus on Africa because Mm -hmm. Africa is, is going to be tremendous to the world in the next 30, 50 years. So somebody's asking like, what are some of the the struggles that they'll face? Well, Netflix, obviously we know, for a while, they ha- they didn't have to produce original content, right? Even though that they have it, they can rely on other people's content. And so you saw The Office, which was the number one show um, that was streamed on Netflix. Well, Peacock said that we want it back. The, li- the licensing deal was up. Same thing with anything that came from uh, Fox, uh, which is now Fox Searchlight, which is now owned under the Disney platform. And so they, they're losing content that want all the Disney movies are now off, off the, the platform. So they're losing content. And they have to make original content. The problem is when you make original content, let's give example Ozark. It came out last week. After you've consumed it and you've watched the entire series, now you have to wait. And well, that show is over, but you would have to wait traditionally another year and a half. While people are not watching your platform, they're going to be consuming something else. And so to continuously try to make original content over and over and over becomes number one expensive, right, to do. But it becomes tedious because you're always playing catch up, right? Whereas Disney, they can put on Mickey Mouse from 1997. Kids are still going to watch it. They can put on the jungle, but people are going to watch it. It doesn't matter 
they've had a uh, cooked in audience the same way that uh, YouTube does, right? The number one audience is going to be children. And so Disney has that because they have children. Children are always being made, right? What do parents do? They show them cartoon movies. They become fixated with characters, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse. And then, hey, now I have to go to Disney World. So they have like a, uh, like a, a great uh, platform and a, a great revenue source from, from those aspects. So those are some of the struggles that Netflix will face. Um, how they will combat it, we'll see. I mean, uh, is the difference between shameless plug and asset and a liability. If you are leasing content, that's something that you do not own. Uh, the capital outlay, I don't like, but please write this down. If you guys want a super gem, please write this down. No investor is going to put money into not that, not that kind of money as a show of favoritism or loyalty to a company. What mm -hmm. I want you, everyone to do is take the 10 biggest people that have laid out 20 to hundred million and put money in recently, go mark off the time in which they invested. Go look at the average price and see what percentage drop that was from the all time high. Reed Hastings, another person, commodities trader at one point. Mm -hmm. Tristan Walker from Bevel, one of the best crude futures traders uh -huh. there was before he went to the Valley. Yeah. So all of these people that run these companies, if I can tell you one, it's a numbers game. That's what like Matt, Keanu, like people in real estate get it. Because if I if a house is worth 100000 there's only a certain price that you can pay for it before you can be in profit. It's not emotions. It's like comps. Can I build equity into it, as my dad would say? Is there a buyer's market for it or is there a seller's market? It's very logic-based. The stock market, they get our emotions riled up because they need liquidity. One of my favorite quotes from Josh Brown is like, you don't have to promote something that's good. Like, you don't have to make the case. Like, let's be real. Tesla without Elon, souped up, souped up Lexus. Doesn't have the same cachet. Same with the Jordan. If, if Jordan had won all those titles, they wouldn't have the same impact. So, like, it's in a great place in time. Netflix, good business, ton of competition. The big thing that is saving them, I don't want to go too deep, but like for those of you in the hedge fund space or the institutional space, shout out to you, Dave, you, Pat Lewis, I appreciate you. Look at the their capital outlays versus no. what the churn rate of Disney and all their other competition. So yeah, they got to pay a lot. But how long are people actually staying with Disney Plus and HBO Max and every other competitor? Most yeah. subscription monthly-based businesses churn from 5 to 9% a month. So by the time you get to month 10, most of your base is gone anyway. That's why charging monthly is not a good business model. I was, I was, that was the last thing I was going to say on Netflix. If, if you want to dive into the research of it, go see the level of investment from institutional investors versus retail. It'll tell you a lot why people like believe in Netflix, right? Go look at the percentage of how, how much of the allocation is for, based on institutional investment. Um, yeah, but the CEO, I think the original question was the CEO investing in the company. It's always a good, it's always good to have, you know, confidence from leadership. Um, but yeah, I just think in general, I don't think Netflix is going to go anywhere, but it still has some yeah. jobs. But, but, but it's all a pricing game. Go look at what price he bought, what, what day did he buy? Well, that that's how you yeah, a lot. That, yeah. yeah, that was key. He waited, he waited for a tremendous drop in the stock price, mm -hmm. which is smart. And then he purchased it. And we'll see when he sells it. That'll be key too. Yeah. I knew Litecoin was in trouble when Charlie Lee. So <laughs> I'll never forget that. This is a you gotta go. This is a very valuable lesson. In 2017, Litecoin got to a hundred oh, 317. 317. Well, this is he said, he said, 
He said, <laughs> no, he said something. He said, if, if Litecoin, he said, Litecoin, if ever, if it ever gets 250, he said it should never get past 250, something like that. Don't quote me on that. But he said something to the effect that Litecoin price should never get past $250 and no world ever in life should it ever get to that point. And then it got to 300 and he sold um, a billion or something like that. He sold like $2 billion worth of Litecoin. And everybody proceeded Far to buy Litecoin and then Litecoin proceeded to crash. Thanks, Charlie. When your founder sells 90% of their holdings, that means that you guys don't know what you're doing. And you're, you're running this up. It's time to exit. Hold the bag. It's been real. Somebody That's one of the most legendary moves. Somebody going to hold, hold Charlie, that bag. Lee, Charlie Lee's Litecoin situation is one of the most legendary situations of all time. Because he said it. He literally said it. He's on record as saying. He tweeted it. He tweeted it. Yeah. He sold 90% of his Litecoins and it, it proceeded to crash. I mean, same with Elon. What was that last year when it was like a stock worth it. value? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's and then it crashed. Elon, but yeah, that was different though. I don't think Elon, he's still buying Tesla. Charlie, it, yeah, he, the, yeah. left the yeah. country. He's probably on an island somewhere. Where is Charlie Lee? Where is Charlie Lee? Question of the night. Um, all right, let's get two more questions if we can. <laughs> his leisure has been earned. That's yeah, no, fact. that's a fact. That's a fact. Charlie Lee. I'm out of here. He's a the legend. purpose of building a business or co collecting assets is to sell them so you can be free. Not so you can keep working. To freedom. Catch me in the Maldives. Yeah, we need we need Charlie Lee on the show. All right, Andrea, unmute yourself, please. Hello, everyone. How are you? Hey, how, how are you doing? I, I'm good. Have a quick question. So I recently was laid off from my job. So I want to know what is the best move to make with my 401k? Um, roll it over into an IRA. So you can roll. We talked about this on the financial planning call a few times. But um, after you leave a job, the best thing to do with an old 401k is to roll it over into an IRA. And the reason being is that when you're no longer working, the 401k is kind of frozen, not frozen where it's not growing. It's still growing to however the rel relative the investments are doing, but frozen as you can't add money to it. You can't like pick and choose how you want to invest. You can only invest in what's um, provided for you by the 401k. Um, it, it, obviously you can't add money, so there's no match. And legally you can't even really get advice on it. Like if you call and try to get advice over the phone, they, they're not going to give you advice. They can like tell you like, okay, we can sell it for you. We can do this, but you got to, got to tell them. So with the IRA, the benefit with the IRA and IRA rollover is that there's no taxes that's paid on the rollover. You get to um, pick and choose your investments, how you want to invest. If you're with an advisor, then you get to have some level of advice on it and you get to add to it over the course of time too. So like, let's say you wanted to start a business and now you have an old 401k and you move it to an IRA. Now you can add money, $6,000 a year into your IRA and keep your retirement going, even though you're not working at a uh, company anymore. So, I mean, you know, everybody's situation is different, but that's usually, you know, the best thing to do with the old 401k is to roll it over. Okay, thank you. To an IRA. BalalGroupLLC.com still have the financial. I still actually have the, by the way. taking clients. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a satellite. You do. Know, we uh, my oh, okay. sister. Smart, yeah. They still work the business, so I'm yeah. not actually on the day to day trenches. But you know, um, Nipsey Hustle passed away, but the Marathon Store is still up and running. So, yeah, you know, that's that's the one thing about starting a business. It's about you know you don't necessarily have to be there for the business to be up and running. So. Which brings us to a great point. 
would you mind sharing uh, over the last three years, what are the three biggest mistakes that we've all made in our business to help our lovely fellow pandas and earners? Biggest mistakes in business? Mm-hmm. Uh, sheesh. Uh... <laughs> yeah, think about that. What's, what's some of yours? Um, not eliminating access to me personally fast enough and putting the levers in place to overload the automation of content to offset it. Um, number two, um, man, number two, I would honestly have to say giving vendors too many chances. Um, so like I talked about this with Wayno, but I'm like, yo, like, when you come from a situation in which you feel like people don't look out for you, it triggers a trauma response to then help others the way you wish you were helped to people who were not deserving. And you can give your way into poverty. So there are vendors who will message me and be like, hey, I mean, I'm going through it right now with a PR person. I'm like, I appreciate the work that you've done, but like every great placement I got was without you. Like, don't milk me because you think, you know, so selection of vendors and then um, on a personal level, not going for um, bigger wins and playing bigger from the very beginning. So some of the conversations that I'm having now, like with some of the people in the hedge fund space, you know, they're like, with, with your talent, your call, blah, blah, blah. like to hear what it's worth is mesmerizing. And they're still like in a work, shadow work that I'm doing to uh, fully actualize that and realize that. So, and that's one of the things I always say, say about you, Shadi, like, you would get an idea Tuesday, what be Tuesday afternoon? I'm like, damn, you did this already? Damn, like, I, I'll, like, here go the that's lanes, like, no, nah, listen, <laughs> Apple gotta have a competitor. I bought Blackberry. I'm like, shit. Okay, success, like success loves speed. Right. Absolutely. That's one of the best quotes. And, and the more you do that and the more you stay on top of it, cool. And then if I can go even personal, more personal while being respectful, um, uh, being incredibly selective of the personal relationships that I'm in while uh, building business. That is the number one decider um, for how well someone is going to do or not. So, and also too, on a personal level, like if you elevate more once a person or a group of people aren't, isn't in your life, that's how it's a good telltale sign, especially for women. Because I get a lot of you messaging me like, hey, my husband isn't supportive, my man isn't supportive, and y'all take a little break and shit goes really well. It's your sign from God. Like if they, a person, if they really love you and support you, they want to see you thrive. Call God. Call God. That's the first person yeah. you should call. I, I, I don't know if we have mistakes. I'll tell you some of the lessons. I, I know one for sure. Um, and that's making sure uh, that people are put in positions that they are sh- have strengths in. Mm-hmm. And that's something you could, I don't know if it's a mistake, but it's more of a lesson, right? Like you want to help everybody, but everybody's not great at everything. And so understanding people's strengths and trying to put them in positions where they can maximize those strengths. Because if they don't, it's going to be detrimental to anything you're trying to do inside the business. Um, so yeah. that, that's one. And then I guess we're so used to doing like everything ourselves um learning how a lot of bs too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It can, because it's just more streamlined right like i know I, the expectation that he has of me he knows the expectation i have of him and mike same thing um and so shout out to mike on the city i'm gonna cut you off man okay. 
360 deal should have been handed out since the beginning. For, 360 deal is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's not. It's not a bad thing. If, yeah. if you can't generate revenue on your own, yeah. yeah 360 deals is not yeah. a bad thing. Um, no. 360 deals should have been handed out early. Yeah. Early. Maybe that's a mistake. That's, a big that's mistake. the biggest. Mistake. That's the biggest mistake. <laughs> that is the biggest mistake. <laughs> That is a fact. Long-term investing and deals in perpetuity. That's what I tell you guys. Like, yo, I need royalty. Like, hey, I want to collab with you. I'm like, yo, I need perpetuity. Man, you tripping. Tupac wouldn't ask for perpetuity. I'm like, he did. She'll just give it to him and the boy oh. to get a chance to live. Mm-mm. Entrepreneurs, write this down. If you help someone build their brand, there should be some equity that you get in per- perpetuity off of it. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Lesson, though. Yeah. Lesson, though. Won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> 360 over the Yeah. All right, next question. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Tim, I don't want to butcher your name. Go ahead. <laughs> it's Tamathea. Tamathea, what's up? Good evening, gentlemen. And first, I want to thank you guys for your service to the EYL movement. It, it is absolutely incredible to be a part of this community. Thank you. Um, but my question is... Can you um, help me to understand what we should be looking at in relationship to the market as it relates to war? Um, There's a lot of information in the news about the Ukraine and Russia Uh and the U.S.'s potential intervention. Any information you can give would be great. Um, Permission to speak honestly and calmly. Biden is just talking. He's not going to make a move. He doesn't, and his term is going to come to an end soon, but he doesn't want to be early cannon fodder um, in that debate. The the powers that be in the countries that really run the world, they'll get that settled. Um, Is it scary? Yes. But if you go look historically through war, through every cycle. And it's one of the things that Josh talked about, Bonham talked about, I think in the second episode when he was here, no matter what we've been through, war, famine, feast, you know, manipulation of markets, derivatives, like the market is always doing well. So in the short term, it may suck. For those of us that are old enough to remember the Gulf War, the 1991, 92, 93 span, things were tough, right? But that five-year period, the market is always fine. So I wouldn't look at a short-term situation Um, and and let's be honest we just got out of the war in iraq what last year and the market boomed as a result so in the grand scheme of things it won't matter that much even though politically and for our country it is terrifying the only threat that i'm worried about is china's uh for lack of better term three-headed dragon strategy that that they're going to use against us which is russia Africa, which is why they bind up all of Africa and then Latin America to then attack the country. And this is why I like all this. The reason why I'm so big on the comments, because the thing that tears our community apart is the infighting. Like we're going to end up having a civil war off of media. And then that's when they're going to send Russia in, Latin America in, Africa in at one time to then try and finish the job off. Like this is a game of chess. Um, but for as far as the short-term war, we have nothing to worry about. Honestly. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Can I squeeze in one more question, guys? I'm sorry. Shotty, you ready to get in the snow? Shotty, tired of me, man. I, I was calm. Guidelines, <laughs> <Not> Janet. 
Come on. No, no, no. Well, go ahead. Last one. All right. I hope she's ready to. Who's in, what's the name? Amy. Shout out to somebody putting in the chat state birthday. Happy birthday. I saw you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, Amy. Evening. I'll make it real quick. Thank you guys so much, first and foremost, for what you do. Most of us don't take it for granted. No, um, no. It, so it, it's a little entertainment, too. To take your time. Well, we got you. All right. I'm going to protect you. My question is just in regards to options versus futures trading. Um, so I recently started options trading, but listening to Market Mondays, Ian, it sounds like you're more of a proponent for futures. So I just wanted to know there an advantage to one versus the other. Um, and do you recommend people doing both or what are your thoughts on the two? Um, my advice to anyone is to focus on the one that you're going to put the most time into. Um, for me, well, well, what is your financial goal? Like, well, you don't have to say a dollar amount, but like, what's your end goal? I'm still working on that realistically, honestly. There's no such thing as realism. You are amazing. You are worthy. But this is the same. This is the part that I, when I focus on it, I know it's tough. And I, I've even told my brother this, my friends, it's like, go in the mirror and you're going to feel crazy when you do it. You're going to be like, damn, Ian got me doing this voodoo in the, in the mirror. You have to say, I am worthy to make $9 million a year. I'm worthy to make $20 million a year. The first 30 days you say it, you're going to feel crazy. Trust me. Then you're going to get to a point and then the world is going to open up. You're going to see deals in a different structure. Here's what I do know. And I was just talking about this with Melissa. Like, um, when you hit a goal, because there's different types of depression. I'm not talking about clinical depression. But when you hit a goal, well, I ask you guys, have you guys ever hit a goal and you thought it was big, but it was really small? When you hit it, you was more disappointed with actually hitting the goal? Yeah. That sent you down a spiral. Like, why didn't I reach bigger? So now you have to set another goal, another one, on top of that, right? So pick up another one. Shout out, Kelly. But um, in, in terms of why I pick one over the other, um, uh, features pays more. It's just, it's no way to, now it's harder, but it's harder to play in the NBA than it is overseas. But the reward is higher as a result. So that's why I put all my attention and, and uh, time in the features. So whatever one you lean towards the most, there are advantages to both, right? Ultimately, maybe for year four, year five, if you can do long-term investing, futures, and options, you're great, but you're going to have to build your base with one. That's why everyone who was in Forex, when the Forex liquidity dried up and it went right to Bitcoin in 2015, 2016, they picked up because now Bitcoin looked look like the Euro USD. Shout out to everybody who was trading Forex before. It, it, like, then the penny stock volume dried up and went to Bitcoin. That's why the markets are damn near the same in terms of liquidity, volume, like the chat names are almost the same, right? So pick one that you can master. For me, when that lady took that money from me, uh, my baby's going to be seven on the 7th of February. I was like, I'm never going to let a person on earth tell me when I can take care of my child, how I want to take care of my child. And then the only people that I knew that was making real money out of the market that was trading were futures traders. So I want you to pick your goal first, but I want you to set a high goal because you're worthy of two to five million, seven million dollars a year, even if you don't know how you're going to get there. How you're going to get there doesn't matter. The decision to get there. And I know Shadi Humble, not number one podcast, ambitious. My boy gets to grinning. I'm like, oh, God, he called Diddy today. Puffed and told him, so, hey, Playboy, 
that Big would have had the podcast with, you know, getting riled up. So, Marv, we're going to kick it after this. We're going to look talk. <laughs> yeah, Dynasty. No, not Ming, but Sean. Dame Kareem. Gangsta team. Gangsta you're team, that man. five million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get it. And I'm here to help you. And if I made yeah. y'all money, please put yes in chat. I don't have my drop in yet, but I will next that's, that's the drop. Yeah, and somebody's asking, where could they learn futures? There was this, Red this, guy, there was this guy we, we interviewed on episode 70 on Earn Your Leisure. Classic. Should have went triple. By the name of Ian Dunlap. Pretty good source. <laughs> you might want to tap in with him. Duval yeah. had a good post. Like a lot of times people get finessed because they're looking at the people that are being flashy versus the ones who are really good. That episode would have went great if I was like, yo, let me show you how to make a uh, 200% long-term investment, how to make 25,000 a week with features. Mitigation of risk. I don't want that trouble that comes with that. Trading has considerable risk. Please consult your advisors. My NFT creators, please go get your legal if you are now just making your NFTs. For those of you who are teaching trading, please be very and I'll do you a solid. Go on joinredpanda.com, copy my disclaimer, send it to your lawyer, tell them to make you something like that. Because when you get a class action lawsuit and they're gonna try and come get you for 25 or 50 million and most you don't have it, you're gonna go bankrupt. We just saw it happen with the girl, Tasha K, who was doing it with Cardi. Be mindful. There's a bunch of ways. You may not be able to beat competition head on. The legal way is another way to get a lot of people out. That's why you see so many lawsuits in corporate. Be mindful, protect yourself at every, that's why I never talk big numbers. The risk isn't worth it. The wolves are always watching. It's just different wolves on different levels. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Market Mondays, another Market Mondays in the book. Shout out to everybody that got a chance to check it out. If you haven't got a chance to check it out, your replay will be available. Check out the Apple, uh, Spotify, and uh yeah shout out to apple once again check us out tomorrow on especially apple. on apple yes yeah definitely <laughs> definitely yeah parting words for apple. yeah uh first shout out to my parents they, they actually tune into market mondays right now oh, that's amazing shout out to yeah them. yeah 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 i said yo you should amazing i'm like yo you should understand what's happening like this is a big thing that's happening like you don't even know about it so they gave rachel maddows a a, a break for the night and they tuned into the the, the youngest son so shout i'm out honored to <laughs> shout out to my parents for tuning in and shout out to all the earners and the pandas uh so we want to let y'all know about a great choice if you're looking to bank or invest allies leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service innovative financial solutions and our relentlessly focused on doing it right for both customers and our communities get with allies so that you can save invest and spend on the things that matter to you most for everything we need we're all better off with an ally shout out to the good folks over there yeah, somebody yeah. said try to get Byron Allen. I ran up on Byron Allen. Yeah, we, that in, was in Los uh, Angeles. that was interesting. He looked at me like I was crazy. So <laughs> if y'all know Byron Allen, maybe he was having a rough day. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Rams were losing at the time. We were at the game. I um, mean, I would say I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, he but he's been going through some stuff though. Like huh? that, it was kind of one of those. What? Huh? <laughs> what? Ah. Uh, so does that, does that give you motivation though? Yes. Every time. So every time we walk away from a situation like that, I'm like, we got to go harder. We got to go harder. They don't know. Okay. They don't know. Yeah. All right. Foot on the gas. Foot on and, the and also too, I want you guys that are watching to be mindful too. Like if someone doesn't know you using the most motivation, but don't let it fuel your hate. Um, Cause I mean, he's a normal person too. And he just may yeah. not have been exposed. That's you it. Never know. Yeah. You know, that's all. It, it, it's, 
that's one of the valuable lessons in life. We never take anything personal. I know for sure he's not taking. I don't take it personal. I'm just all right. We just got we got to keep going. Nothing happens before it's time. So that's a fact. But when it does happen, <laughs> oh baby. Um, you want to give an update on Houston dates? I saw somebody in, in Zoom asking about it. You want to give another now? So uh, the Houston date will be. It is. We're gonna finalize it. It'll be like in the first week of April. And so Houston, we are looking forward. So, Man, so what y'all gonna get? So, so, so looking forward to being out there. I want to say it, but hey, somebody's talking about some stuff. Is, what's, what's going on? What's this? That's Matt. I told you. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, guys. We'll see, see you. He guys. wrapping up. It's good. <laughs> he ready to drive through the snow. Go get him. Some I didn't even get chocolate. all my sound. I even use all my sounds today, man. All right, I got more. Don't worry. Don't worry. Tune in next week. I got some more. <laughs> uh, right. Red Panda Family uh, Stock Club call at. In like eight minutes, I'm gonna put the link in Telegram. Yes, there will be a recording. I'll put it out. We're gonna go over how to know what the 50% off ratio on the stock is and then what 75% off is. We'll do for like 10, 15 minutes and then we'll wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Jan, we got a listening party. You said on Friday? This Friday? Friday? Yes, of uh, Poweronomics. Okay, at cool. Solid. That's a good one. You wanna say goodbye to the people? <laughs> Miss Ford. Yeah, and I'll actually turn on the sound so you can hear. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye, Gasm Studios. Please book LA. Yes. We're, we're, there you have it. Thank, thank you. Thank you for allowing us to use the space. We appreciate you. <laughs> Love y'all. All right, y'all. Peace. Right, peace. Uh, Julian Gordon tomorrow, tomorrow, eight o'clock. Shout out to Julian. Yeah, I know you're going to have some quotables on there. Big one. Big episode. Please tune in. Oh, and Trading After Dark tomorrow. Uh, what time your episode come out? I was going to talk to you about that, actually. Yeah, I got to move. Hold on. Hold on, I'm I'm screening you. So, okay, my bad. We're gonna do like ten then. Okay, okay. I was. That's done. a violation. Hold oh, on, hold on. Hey, I played it back in my head. I was like, yo, I'm crazy. I was gonna call. My you. bad. Five, I yeah, I appreciate. We cleared it up. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Come on, man. I'm not. I'm not the other ones. You know what I mean? The other ones acting stupid. Oh, you like when they when they try to drop something on a Monday at eight? Come on, we doing time out. We doing peace. What you doing, ladies and gentlemen? But then when I get the leather jacket, yo, yo, you go. <laughs> oh. See you guys next week. Oh, yo, gotta go. Hot chocolate, go hot chocolate time. Bye. Hot Why would you? Hot Why? Why? All right, y'all. Love is love. Peace. <laughs> My God. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.